Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Hour number two, I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jake. All right, let's head south a little bit and let's go check in with Captain Bink Grimes this morning. See what he's up to. Bink, what's going on? Man, just uh, get after it again today, I guess. Yeah. So full moon is pretty bright. Boy, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Beautiful. Big old, it's a migration moon right there from ducks. <laughs> yeah, yeah buddy. Had a few of them show, show up uh, the last two or three days at, after teal season. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. I was in the I was in the marsh yesterday, uh, moving water and all that. It looked pretty daggum good out there. You showed well, up on the moon, right? The moon. Yes, sir. This is kind of well. This is the first north wind I guess we had. Uh, not too not that's about the the first north wind we've had in uh, September. We had a little bit of one early in early in the month, but. And this week is uh, fishing. I guess I fished uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. It was actually felt pretty daggum good. Put a smile on your face, you know. Yes. But yeah, I think they rode that down with that moon, and uh, we had a had a few show up. Pintails too. Some northern shovelers. Oh yeah, uh, the old smiling well. mallards, man. You gotta love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had them dump in on the decoys. I don't know. A couple of times last weekend, I mean, just did it as pretty as you want to see. And they looked like, you know, they were young ones. They looked like, they looked like teal, you know. And you just, the old educated eye, you better not shoot them. I'm, I'm sure many of them would have got popped. I think a lot of spoonies, uh, those young spoonies bite the bullet uh, in early teal season, you know, everywhere, <laughs> you know, for you know, less experienced hunters without the keen eye. Uh-huh. They yep. can notice it by the wing beats and the way the bird reacts and glides. And Oh, boy. Oh, spoonies. <laughs> oh, spoonies. I had a friend, yeah. and that's all, that's all Fred wanted to kill was spoonbills. He loves spoonies, man. He loves shooting them. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of spoonies last year for some reason. You know, I heard that from everybody. There, there really Man, I wasn't. I don't know what happened. I, I you know, uh, we we get some guys in January that that like to come shoot them all painted. You know, when they're all painted up, you know, some uh-huh. beautiful birds. 
they are hey, a good full plumed uh spoony drake is is a beautiful mount it really is really is it is and man we just didn't uh you could usually count on them you know and you do, we just did not have them all year long and that was you know here on the prairie marsh i don't know what you know i don't know what what was going on but it didn't happen so yeah well, overall, from what I heard on, you know, my end and all the people I'm affiliated with, all the, you know, duck hunters, duck hunting crowd, everybody had a fantastic fit teal season. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was, you know, and it's pretty typical as, as, uh, as drought stricken as we are. And as, as few, uh, duck holes and water sources are out there when, when you've got water, uh, you know, you kind of concentrate them and, and they st- stay around, you know, and uh, that's kind of what was happening. Wa- water is so expensive to pump these days, uh, you know, uh, the cost of diesel, uh, you know, cost of electricity, and just getting water. Uh, you know, you can't you can't just go out and buy water from from uh, these river authorities uh, like you used to because they're they're rationing it, you know, and and uh, so it's it's just not. Uh, it's not an abundance of water on the prairies anymore uh, like there used to be. There's not as many outfitters anymore because the, the cost of doing business, it costs so much to, to run an right. outfit. Uh, you know, the, the margin is, is small. you got to be on your game to, to try to make a profit on it. And, uh, man, it's just it's, it's that cost of doing business is just uh, run a lot of a lot of outfitters out of the business, just like it's run rice farmers out of the business. The the cost is it just has you know equipment water water is the main cost you know and uh and so when there's less water on the prairie there's uh there's less habitat those birds are stressed a little bit more it's just, it's not good at, you know when, when things were clicking when there were outfitters everywhere there was water everywhere and right. uh, you know people say oh man there's just a lot of outfitters you got to compete with but man I mean, we helped each other out. You know, those birds would roost on us and go to somebody, or and we, you know, we'd shoot their bird. You know, it's just there's a lot of water. It's 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 a whole lot better for for everybody. But it, times have changed, and uh, kind of like what's going on over at Chambers County. You know, right? You ride through there, and some of those old teal holes are are got you know three thousand square foot holes on them now. You know. And, yeah, they're just goat weed patches now. That, yeah, uh, I made just, that run the other day. I went all up through uh, Devers and you know over to Nome and China that area. There's just there's just no rice anymore. You know, nope. the, when I cut through there to you know around the Vias where I hunted all that high ground for years. I mean, there's just no rice. No rice. Yep. No food. Uh, no ducks. There's little bitty patches of it around here in Wharton County. Yes. Uh, El Campo, you know, and then some in Matagorda just, but that, and we're all stacked around it, you know. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> trying to get ground that dirt around. Food and water, us. man. We're, we're, it is that you know they they'll loaf, and if you got it close to the marsh, that's even better because you know they'll they'll loaf in that that high ground stuff that'll come to the marsh and they'll yes, loaf back to the you know you know how it used to be back in sure. the old days. It's just man, it was the way it was. Kind of got up, uh, got to stay on top of them now. They'll move on you, but uh, still pretty good. You know, it's not 
you know, like you compare everything to the old times. And yeah, fishing's not as good as it used to be, but still worth going. Hunting's not as good as it used to be. It's still worth going, but you know, times are times are just changing, and population is uh, it's changed a lot of things, and growth has changed a lot of things, and so you just roll with it. <laughs> all you can do well we shall say do you get your uh i got my uh saltwater survey email yesterday i filled it out immediately and sent it in yeah i did i got it and i said i filled it out about yeah it took me about 10 minutes to do it uh you know they parts of wildlife told us they were going to do it boy i'm they're not they're not messing around no they're uh, they're johnny on the spot on this stuff and they're trying to do what's right. Texas A and M's doing this survey for them, so that's good to yeah. see everybody working and working together like that. So, oh, and uh, Roy Crush sent me a text said to tell you hello this morning. Good, good morning, good morning. Yeah, they. Uh, it's you know we, we got to do something. I mean, we all know that that you know our our trout fishery is stressed. We know that. Uh, we, we've got to, we've just got to change the way we do things. And, you know, if we're going to, if it's going to be a viable asset to all these, which it is, to all these coastal towns, you know, Matagord, it drives it, you know, Rockport, everywhere, you know, Galveston, you know, you talk to, I talk to people from Rockport, you know, and they just, it's just doom and gloom for them, you know, and, and right. to, to what I hear from them, you know, man, and, you know, they want it, uh, you know, people that guys that that were just killers forever are now on board. Man, we gotta we gotta do something different, you know. And and they're seeing it firsthand. And, and what we see firsthand, you know, is is, is the same. Not it's not that it's uh, there's no fish to catch. It's just you know we we knew what it was and we know what pressure's done to them. We see we see the killing that's going on every day out there. We you know we we see we see these guys that have no respect for the resource and are just going out and and you know and and it's and i'm going to tell you it's i don't think it's it's everyday joe guy i know some of them but you know it's us in the industry it's the professionals it's the guides we've got to just we've got to do better you know <laughs> you, you know you've got to be a businessman about this too you know and just don't be stupid about that you know do not fish yourself out of business. And, uh, you know, if if we would just, you know, get on and, and change the way our attitudes are about the way we do business, man, it would just be 10 times better. I've just, I've seen it. I've, the last two years have been so enjoyable to me as a, as a fishing guide because people have gotten on board. You know, we, we just don't keep a whole lot of trout, if any, uh, you know, and, and when you tell these people and you explain that to them, what's going on with the fishery, and they're all on board, and the whole, you know, you're not chasing a limit, you know, you're still catching lots of fish. You know, we Tuesday and Wednesday were super days out there. We we threw bass assassins. We threw I put I put soft plastics on underneath corks for them, and we caught. Well, they're looking at me like ten o'clock, like going, oh, "Golly, you know, we're tired. Let's." I said, "Well, let's keep it a little bit longer," you know, and. and it was just one of those days. And did we keep anything? No. We kept a few sand trout for them to eat. We kept right. a few reds. But, I mean, it was, it, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like we're going out there. 
we're, I'm not going to, I'm not pushing that. That's not what, you know, I'm not pushing a limit. I'm not pushing a meat hall. I'm not, I'm not doing that. And, and, and attitude, and it's just, it's so much enjoyable doing it. And the irony of it, you know, it took a, it took a freeze to do that. It took a major fish kill to do that, to, to make us all wake up. I remember going to Florida, man, 20 years ago, I'd go every summer, uh, and, and, and fish for snook and, and red, you know, for a week out there. Mm. And those guys would laugh at me and call me and said, man, y'all got to do something. They said, man, y'all kill too many fish. Oh, they, they were, told us that they, for years, fishing those redfish yes. tournaments. Said, man, you guys, y'all are going to, one of these days, y'all are going to run out of fish like we did. They told me that and they laughed at us and, and made fun, you know, and there's no fish cleaning tables hardly over there. You can't find them. No. You know? And those people over there, it's catch and release. It's how many, how many you did this? Oh, I did a tarpon today. I did five or six snook, you know, and, uh, and you know, their, their limit back then, I remember, you know, it was five trout. It was 15 to 20 inches and, and nothing over 20. And, uh, I think that's, you know, that was 20, 25 years ago. And I think that's kind of where, uh, parks and wild by, by the way i looked at that survey you know it kind of gave you some choices of what you would be happy with and, yeah uh, three fish and five know. fish and then all the different length uh you know the yeah. slots slot sizes I think, but one of those questions yeah. was do you uh do you go fishing to catch your limit you know i'm anxious to see how many people you right know, what they say on that one no that's right but it was a good yeah, thorough uh questionnaire and it hit on all the right right age classes of fish and everything else that we need to keep in our system. So, hey, we'll see what they do with it. Yeah, it did. And, uh, you know, I picked the, you know, just me, I picked the 15 to 20 uh, three fish deal. And, you know, it wouldn't bother me if it was two fish. And it wouldn't bother me if it was 16 to 20 or 16 to 18. I, I The only thing I didn't like about that, I don't I don't want us, you know, I, I don't want to keep any fish there. One of them was, hey, you can take one fish over twenty a day, you know, and and I, I, I there's there's no reason to put a knife in a twenty inch fish. It's just not, you know, unless you know, you know. So well, you know, what if you kill one? Well, well, if it's gut hooked or whatever, it doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, it doesn't happen that that often. No, uh, it's but, very you know, se- very seldom. Yeah, it really and, is, and. And I, you know, it's just we just got to do better, man. We got to do better. It's well, a lot of old timers that are still around, and they've seen seen uh, more than I have the best and the worst of it, and everything. They said, "Hey, it's a real simple fix. You just close it down for a couple of years and let them all grow up." Yep. I mean that. I've had I've had several of them say that. Why Why sit here and nitpick different sizes and age classes of fish? Just just shut it down. There's plenty of other fish to catch out there, redfish and drum and everything else if you want to eat fish. Said so just shut it down for two years and watch what happens. So I'll have to agree because I saw that firsthand, you know, uh you know, everybody was on board right after this freeze and people, you know, it was kinda taboo to bring any bring a trout to the cleaning table, you know. And right. and, and <laughs> And man, it, you know, everybody was on board, and boy, I mean, I'm telling you, we saw it, and we saw a big rebound, you know, and and then, you know, you start. Yeah, it happens that. quicker than you think, man. Well, 
we shall see. We'll just see what Texas Parks and Wildlife, you know, they're they're the pros at this. This is what their job is, and see how they manage it. And and it's our job to just be good stewards of the of the sport and uh, do what we can to better it. It's all you can do, man. It's all you can do. You can, all you can control is yourself. <laughs> you know. And, That's I mean, exactly you right. You I'm, know, not gonna, you, I'm not going to. We all about contr- it control our own destiny, whether we're playing ball or fishing. It's all the same, buddy. All right, That's man. Right. Well, I got to run, Bink, because somebody wants to call you about coming down and hooking up and uh, hunting this winter and staying in your lodge and all that. Give them some info. Yeah, check us out at MatterGordonSunriseLodge.com. Uh, we're fishing right now. We'll be duck hunting starts November uh, the 4th, and we're just doing a whole lot of fishing right now and getting ready for duck season. Uh, we'll show you a good time. All right, my friend. Well, Bink, appreciate the input, and uh, I'll talk to you down the road. Be safe, my friend. Yep. Catch them up. Yep. All right. Thanks, Bink. See you, man. You know, Texan Roofing, they're the people I trust. Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. And Texan Roofing has a Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever. And they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business, and Texan Roofing has found the majority of jobs they do, they offer the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty. Along with their honest roof inspections, A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And when you do call them, tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show, and Tim and all his staff will do what they can to make you as happy as you can be. And uh, you can actually talk outdoors with them. They're avid hunters and fishermen. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600. That's 281-391-9600 or texanroofing.com. And when you call the good folks at Texan Roofing, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. All right, let's go down Texas City Way and let's check in with our good friend, Mr. Dave Fremont. Mr. Texas City, what's up, Dave? Good morning, Captain. How's it going? Man, it's it's beautiful out here this morning. It's just it's fixing something? to get white. It's just really, really nice. That old moon has just uh, got everything lit up out here. There's millions of diamonds shimmering across the bay, and I've got 84, 85 degrees, but a lot of that is this uh, – this bay temperature, it's got uh, them right. fish covered up, covered up like a blanket. Got some fish warm, uh, <laughs> but it's uh, the air temperature is probably uh, closer to eighty one, eighty two, maybe even a little bit lower than that. I don't know, but uh, you uh, you've got this warm bay temperature still holding things up, and uh, but it, we're right on the edge. I think probably this will be the. I'm hoping it'll be about the last weekend of just same old rubber stamp, not much going on in the fishing world as far as we're concerned here along the, the Texas City Dyke, but uh, it's going to get better. I know them old redfish are going to be picking up. Uh, that run will be on here in short order. they got a couple of tournaments going to be going on. One's going to be here on the dike. I think it's just a one-day deal, and it's Sunday. Uh, for the folks that don't know, uh, we're going to close the dike down. At least the city is. Uh, I call it blasphemy myself, but they're going to uh, they're going to shut it down. I think at ten o'clock tonight, 
and start making preparations for some kind of triathlon or, or dikathon or whatever they're going to call it or, right. or calling it. And it'll carry on until um, Saturday afternoon uh, sometime um, by 2 o'clock, I think they say it's supposed to be over. But I don't know. I did it last year, and I don't remember a whole lot of what took place. But uh, it seemed to have a pretty good turnout, so they're doing it again this year. And so uh, just a heads up for the folks, uh, so some of the ones like to come out here, like there are now, like to come out and do the night fishing thing. They'll have to hold off uh, another day for that. But uh, that's all good. But just a, just a beautiful morning. Uh, we had a real light shower come through and kind of settle the dust a little bit here on the dike. The wind's picked up a little. I think you mentioned it, uh, the forecast. It's going to be uh, maybe uh, 15, 20 mile an hour. Is that right? Yeah, pretty stiff east breeze they're calling for. Um, you know, I'm seeing a little bit of it offshore, but inshore it's not up yet. It's about 10 or so, but they're calling for 15 to 25 today and tomorrow out of the east. Huh. Yeah, well... I don't Things know where that's coming from. I don't know. Yeah, I was just looking at the weather. It's about all all I watch on the news anymore. The rest of it's so messed up. But yeah, uh, I listen. It, it is. Yeah, I listen to the weatherman live for about five minutes. That's about all I need. But he uh, he said that uh, we've got. Uh, they call it a cold front, but from what I saw, I don't see nothing cold about it. But at least it's a weather changer a little bit. Sure. Kind of <laughs> switch to wish to render around a little bit and and make something happen but uh that'll make us feel better we get a we get a little bit of a cool breeze come in we're going to get all pumped up like hector naris we'll be ready to run down and <laughs> <laughs> boy hey i think he got a little spark out of the team off that too it fired everybody up yeah. they came out and scored three runs real quick and even <laughs> maldonado didn't get in it he had to wait another inning to hit his home run so <laughs> I tell you what, I didn't. I believe it shocked everybody. I, I know. I know Julio didn't know what was going on. He said, "What?" Well, that was from last that? year. I had a listener text me and go, "Remember last year when Julio hit that home run off of Naris and taunted him all the way around the bases, and then, oh. I, then it came back. I remembered it. Yeah, Julio kind of uh, he kind of went off on Naris after he hit that home run last year, and uh, well. <laughs> Hey, turnabout's fair play. Yeah, well, I uh, people can say what they want, and I question, I question the, I question the coach's uh, antics as much as anybody else. That's just what fans do, you know. We think we know so much more than they do. But, Monday morning quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh, uh, Dusty said, uh, yeah, I was just hoping that he didn't stir up the team and uh, uh, the, the Mariners too much. He said because sometimes I can really. And really call something, but uh, as it turned out, we came out all right. But hey, what do we? Have? I think we got game number one hundred and sixty going to be going off today. So uh, I think there's three games left. If I've got we got three right. left. Uh, the Mariners and uh, Rangers started their last four game series, and uh, so Mariners did come back and beat the Rangers last night. Yeah, I watched that. Believe it or not, and. Uh, and I, I sat I there. I watched I think, the first four innings, and then man, when they, I, I had to go to bed. I, I yeah. still have, still was suffering from an Astros hangover the night before, going all the way with them. Right. In the name of competition and love for the Astros, I 
I had a hard time trying to pull for either one of those teams. I don't like either one of them. I, I was just wanting them to really beat up on each other real bad last night. But yes. uh, as it turned out, uh, with the Seattle winning, I, it's so confusing. I don't even want to think about it as far as who would have been better to lose or win between those two teams. I wish they'd, I wish they'd get locked up and play 50 innings one night and just wear each other down to a frazzle. But yeah. Uh, well, it's I would. Be uh, I'm. Uh, I kind of like. Uh, I would like to see us sweep the Diamondbacks. But that's going to be harder to do because they're playing for their lives too for their wild card they, spot. They that'd sure be nice are. to sweep them and Seattle sweep the Rangers, and then we win the division. Well, it's going to be interesting to say the least. And I, I would, in the past, I would say, yeah, it'd be nice to be playing some of them scrub teams, but they're the ones that's been beating us like a drum. So I, I guess know. we better go ahead and just play these cats and give them a good run for their money, and maybe I mean, we'll. How do you have we'll nine games on the home stretch with two of the worst teams in baseball and only win two of those nine games? Oh, just, it, you can't make this stuff up. I went through two bottles of Tums, Mickey. I'm, I mean, those games alone just wore me out. Uh, it, it, it was something. But anyway, good luck to the Astros. Uh, as far as fishing goes, we kind of went over that a little bit. Uh, we're going to be hoping like mad to what the water temperature will start dropping, and we'll start having some uh, – some flounder reports we'll have some coming in where people will be dragging some some finger mullet and some some lures some gulp and such along the rocks here on the texas city dike and we'll start we've had a couple already that's uh people's been out uh and caught a few flounder but those numbers will increase of course all through the month of october until they shut us down uh during that november and half of december moratorium but in the meantime we'll We'll catch a few flounder along the way, and as the water temperature cools down, like I say, those old bull reds will be running along the rocks and in the channel. That'll be fun. Uh, as far would be as, nice uh, to have a croaker run this year, wouldn't it? Well, you know, that would be great. And I, I come out here, uh, and, and when they're running at all, uh, there would be people out here right now fishing for them. Oh, yeah. They'd be, they get, they get lined up out there at the end of the dike. I, I ran across a picture I took of one that I caught. Oh, I know it's been four or five years ago, but it's, uh, one of the bigger croakers that I've caught in a long time. I, I think that croaker was right at about 14 inches long. And that's a, that's a nice croaker in today's, today's for these time. days. Yes, it is. Yeah. Big old, big old, it looked like a, overgrown uh mangrove snapper for what we get from mangroves down here on mm. occasion but it's a very nice croaker uh they don't make them that big around here too much anymore in any real numbers at least uh that i see but uh they ought to be showing up here pretty quick september it's time yeah it's right maybe now. everything everything may be stunted a little bit in terms of time on coming out it might be a little bit later with uh as hot as everything got but that's what makes life interesting we just we'll never have it figured out all the way but uh mickey as far as boys one stop which i gotta say i'm very prejudiced about uh they they're sitting there at the base of the dike just waiting to serve you i was watching uh alberto uh, dip out some real nice looking live shrimp, and I mean they got some pretty ones there. And uh, I, I didn't see any croaker in the tank, but uh, plenty of live shrimp. And uh, 
all the good dead varieties of bait if uh, people want to pick some finger mullet up or shad for uh, wrestling some of these bull reds they've got that all set up and plenty of tackle everything's looking good in the store seafood wise uh same old story. You know what? I'm going to drag some shrimp out of the freezer today, and I'm going to do something this evening with them. Oh. Uh, I, I hope the wife's in the mood for it, and if not, uh, I'll eat them by myself. But we'll, uh, I'm going to do something with some fried well, shrimp. Or, you got my or number maybe. if you need any help, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll, I'll, I'd be happy to call you. I'll even hand deliver them. Either there way you, you want. I'm, I'm, all, I'm in. Put me in, Coach. Yeah, I'm here as well. And if if we're lazy, we can uh, we can just walk on over to the grill and uh, grab up something. And they've had a special this week, uh, a popcorn shrimp special. Now, uh, them little popcorn shrimp, they they make me mad. I, I have to eat a whole bucket full, but I, they're good though. They fry them up real good. They got some kind of special word. Oh, it's hard to beat in terms of the price for some shrimp and. Right. Uh, so uh, another little thing that they've got going on this week, and uh, all right, man. So, well, throw out some info how they get there, or where you're at, and and phone number, all that good stuff. It, we're we're still locked in at four zero nine nine four five four thousand one two two seven Dyke Road. As soon as you come up on on Dyke Road off of Bay Street, we're sitting there on the right hand side, and uh, be happy to serve you. And come on in and. Uh, Get whatever you need to head out there on the dike or if you're launching a boat. Uh, and there's a few launching this morning, Mickey. They're, they're heading on out, so Good. things are picking up. But uh, thanks for the visit. Looking forward to talking you. to you again. All right, Dave. Have a good weekend. Appreciate it. Later. Thank you, All now. Right. That's, that's Dave Fremont down in Texas City, Boyd's One Stop. Time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 538 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Galveston now. Let's check in with Captain Steve Hillman this morning. Good morning, Mr. Hillman. What's up, man? Good morning, Mr. Eastman. How are you this morning? Oh, it is a fiddle and twice as high strung. Lucky. Yeah. I'm lying. Oh, man. I know you are. <laughs> I'm an habitual liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well. Well, that's a deep subject. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, if I was, uh, if I was a, a major league baseball player, then my average took a my batting average took a little dip this week, man. I'm kind of, kind of struggling at the plate, man. Got you a little slump working like Bregman's <laughs> yeah. got going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last week I, uh, we got some singles and doubles. Never really hit a triple or a home run, but we made it work. Right. This week I, I can barely even get a bunt single down, man. It's uh, laying down bunts and uh, <laughs> can't beat it out at first. <laughs> hitting into it, hitting into a few double plays. Yeah, hey, that work. A few Twin killings. <laughs> yeah, but now it's it's a uh, night and day difference from from last week, it, and that's kind of been my deal. I've been on a roller coaster now for a couple of months. It's like every other week has been decent. You know, last week wasn't bad for this time of year. Of course, a lot of little ones mixed in, but we still made it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this week, I mean, wading and drifting, 
waiting's been better. Waiting's been better. We waited Wednesday, and, and uh, we lost a lot of fish, but oh, we caught 16 or 18 trout and only had eight keepers, but we each one of us lost two to four keepers, like, at our waist. They just they wouldn't hold on. Their, the bites were super, super soft. Yeah, chicken packing and, uh, and just yeah. – uh, not good positive hook sets, lip hooks, and that's it, yeah, well, it's it that just, time of year, you know. It is, and and, and uh, the first area we stopped, we uh, the the t- well, everywhere I fished really that day and and yesterday, uh, the tide had already peaked out, and right. and the current there was just there was like two inches of movement all day, and uh, it was supposed to go out like two inches, and we had a. Like yesterday, we had a fairly stiff east wind. Kind of wasn't in the forecast, and uh, I mean, I got up there yesterday morning. And I, and I told the guys, I said, "Man, this wasn't in the brochure." I mean, it was white capping and east northeast and storms everywhere, and it's holding that tide in. And it's not letting it go out. And it's not supposed to go out much anyway. But at any rate, we're standing there Wednesday morning and finally start getting some bites, and uh, they were just picking it up and swimming with it. It was just really, really tough to feel. Yeah. And uh, even when you wait on them, you know, like when I used to flounder fish a lot, uh, you'd have to wait on those flounder to set the hook. And uh, you'd wait on these trout, and, and you get a good hook set, and you're fighting them, you think you got them, and they come up and, and open their mouth and just give it back to you. It's crazy. But uh, what we had to do is just really downsize our baits this week. Uh Last week we caught quite a few on, you know, five-inch rat tail assassins. Of course, we always catch some on little johns, and we always catch some on paddle tails. But uh, but this week it's been all little bitty baits. You just you can't hardly buy a bite on a rat tail. Uh, we caught a couple yesterday on, on a rat tail, but we've been having to uh, just throw that little eighth-ounce pro elite jig head and and uh, put a little four-inch paddle tail on there and and chunk it out across the you know get a little crosswind there's not much current so you got to use whatever you have to your advantage and and, and uh, get that little bow in your line and just kind of let it sweep across the bottom and like i said you'll feel a little tap and your line will get tight it just be resistance and uh try to get a good hook set and pray that it stays on i mean whether you're whether you're keeping whether you're keeping fish or not I don't like losing fish, especially when it's tough. I hate losing fish. It really bothers me. But uh, but it's just been a, it's been a grind. And uh, all those slicks and stuff last week and, and even the week before, very, very few slicks this week. Everything's down. And, uh, you know, I know we're on the full moon. And, you know, I can, I can pull the laminated excuse card out of my wallet probably time. <laughs> 10 or 12 other you got one of those but, yeah i need to i need that's what me and james were talking about last last year uh he, we were talking on the phone one night and he said man we need to make a, a list of excuses and and shrink it down and laminate it and and keep it in our wallet and whip it out whenever whenever fishing gets tough but uh but honestly though between the weak current and the uh and the moon it just everything's been down not seeing the mullet up on the surface this week uh yesterday when it finally did get calm which wasn't until around noon uh we had all those little squalls everywhere 
we did finally started seeing, I went back to one of the areas I'd been catching the fish at and, and uh, finally started seeing some shad come to the surface, just little button shad, you know, there's buzzing and, and trolled over there. And that's, that's where our fish were. They're right underneath those shad and, and but nothing to write home about. Uh, we really struggled yesterday. I mean, it was, yeah. it was tough. Uh, we, we caught, man, I don't know. Oh, shoot. Maybe nine or 10 trout, only five legal fish. It's had two guys and, and, uh, and then Ryan, uh, caught a, uh, he caught a mangrove snapper yesterday. First one of those on my boat in a long time, about a 11, 12 inch mangrove. And, and then I hooked up, I think a big jack fish that almost spooled me. We're catching oh. some, yeah, we're catching some crap mixed in every day. Like day before yesterday, we caught a couple oversized reds and, and, uh, you know, Wade and uh, Harry had gone up in shallow messing with the school of reds. He finally got a few to eat, but they were oversized. Uh, and that's, that's been the case. Every time I go fish for reds, I don't care if it's shallow <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not a redfish guy. I used to think I was, but all the schools that I, that I used to play with are all gone. But every time I target them, or anybody in our group does, I don't care if it's shallow or deep or fishing rocks or grass or reefs, man, 90, 90% of them are oversized. Right. And, uh, it's just, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know what the deal with these reds are, but anyway, but it'll get better. It's just, uh, we're kind of, I've, I've kind of slipped back into a little, little rut again. And we've got some east wind to contend with now for the next, Looks like for the next three yeah, or four few days. days, yeah, sure. East winds, yeah. Ma- imagine that. Yeah, yeah. We wanted some east in the wind. Now we're getting like fifteen, sixteen miles an hour of it. So that's the just, that's the game we just, play, man. I know it, but it's the same old deal, man. It's we've got six hundred square miles of bay to to work with, and and you catching fish in like three spots it's just <laughs> i know it didn't that aggravating it, it it really is i mean as far as legal size fish yeah there's quite a few is holding holding some some babies but uh but uh you know falls right around the corner water temperature every time we get these rain showers and stuff it's kind of keeping our water temps down uh yesterday it crept back up a little bit i think i saw 87 and a half was the highest i saw yeah, it's warm back up, man. Yeah, but we never got a drop of rain on the bay yesterday. But it was all around us. We're kind of dodging them. And I got home yesterday afternoon, and my rain gauge had uh, just under two inches in it. So it, it, we must we got yeah, a y'all shower. had a pretty good one over that way yesterday. You know, that's kind of like that one I got the other day. Yeah, and that's where it's all just been localized, I guess. But so that was good to see. But but now it'll. Uh, this is always late September, early October has always been kind of a grind for us here on this part of the coast. It's even when we had millions of fish, it's never been a gimme. It's never been no. a gimme, but, but, uh, you know, and we're, we're catching enough, I guess, to make it worth it for these days, but it's just not, uh, you know, you want to whack them every time you put the boat in the water and it's just not, just not possible. But, uh, we covered a lot of water yesterday, man. I fished two different bay systems yesterday, two different parts of the bay. I covered, I bet I went 80 miles. I know I went 80 miles round trip yesterday. Man. 
Yeah, but, you, did, uh, you did cover some water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and water looked good everywhere. Looked really good. It was real clear in one area we fished. We, we tried, we deviated from the trout program there for about three or four hours waiting on that wind delay and, and uh, went in some back lakes and shorelines and stuff trying to catch redfish. Water was super clear. Like you see like two and a half, three feet down in some of the areas. That's where Ryan caught that mangrove. But, uh, and uh, I caught a couple of drum on a crankbait. I mean, we caught a bunch of garbage, ladyfish, little bycatch sized sand trout. There's a lot of little sandies everywhere right now. No big ones, though. All little, like the size of your hand. They seem like they get littler every year, you know, those little sand trout. Yeah, every once in a while we'll catch one about 13, 14 inches. But, uh, and, you know, I'll start fishing. Bull red bait, man. How many how many of those get eaten by these schools of bull reds nowadays, including our little oh, bitty man. trout like that? It's crazy, isn't well, it? And, and, the, and the little specks, it's like last week. You know, we were on a lot of fish last week, and uh, and it was calm, so that helps. And I remember one day, uh, Brent Ballard, he was fighting a little speck, probably a 12-, 13-inch speck. He got about halfway to the boat, and the bull red eats it. Now he's fighting the bull red. <laughs> you know? It's just, it's, it's like I said last week, everything is after these trout. We're after them, the bull reds, the sharks, the dolphins. Everything's after them. You better be a big fish. You're going to swim in our pond, buddy. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. But now I'm going to be off for a couple of days. Got funeral to go to tomorrow and some other things oh, to do this week. I weekend. hate to hear that. Yeah. Funeral. Yeah. Funeral. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just the older you get, the more people you know, the more people just go away. You know, it's just uh, one yeah. of those deals. But uh, I'm not going to be back on the water till Monday. But uh, I looked at the long-term forecast, and it, it looked showing like it's going to be gusting like 20 on Monday with 40% chance of rain. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, the Galveston forecast this morning showed a 60%, but I don't, I don't see it. Unless today? Or? Build, yeah, today. Yeah. I saw 40, but who knows, man. They don't even there's know. a few little light ones off the coast of Galveston, but uh, there's a big glob of showers and thunderstorms out in the middle of the Gulf. I saw that. It's like real, but almost pretty concentrated too. It is, and it's uh, moving. It's moving down, you know, moving south and west. So looks like it's going to bypass us. Yeah, it's got his eyes set on. Uh, that big fetch in the shoreline between Corpus and and Port Isabel, so we shall right. see. Right. Maybe some of the, our deer ranches down there will get some much-needed rain. Boy, that'd be nice. I know we were down there a couple sweet. weeks ago. I think Blaine got a lot more than we did. Of course, he's, he's further south. He did. He's just a little bit south of you, and that's where the rain was. It just missed y'all. Yeah, we, we got a trace, man. It was crazy. Everybody around us got it. But uh, it's it's been real dry down at the ranch. I've seen a few decent deer pop up on the on the game cam. Yeah, I saw those pics you sent me. That one's real nice. He's pretty. Yeah, he he didn't change much. Uh, uh, good that, looking deer, man. That one that's still in velvet. He's like the only buck on the, any of the pictures still in velvet. He's he's a mainframe eight, and he's got a sticker on or, or a little 
sticker coming off his pedestal on his off uh, uh, base of his, his left main beam, but uh, technically a nine, I guess. But he he was he was the same last year. He just added a little bit of height and a little bit of mass. I think he's a five and a half year old deer, maybe six yeah. and a half. But, but uh, I haven't seen anything just blows me away yet. But, but I'm looking forward to deer season. Aren't we all? Time for a change. Get oh, out yeah. of the rut. Yep. All right, Steve. Well, hey, man, we're already out of time. That went by very fast. It, it always does, man. It Doesn't always it? does. It's, it's really quick. Well, look, bud, if somebody wants to come uh, down to G-Town and get hooked up with you and do a little fishing this fall, how they get a hold of you, man? Yes, sir. 409-256-7937. All right, buddy. Well, Hillman, have you a good day out there and uh, be safe. I'll talk to you down the road. All right, man. Thanks, man. All right, brother. See you, Steve. Appreciate it. All right, later, man. All right, that's Captain Steve Hillman down in Galveston, and it's time to end the show already. Boy, it flew by today, but uh, guess what? We'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.